Chocolate Black Tea Honey. Wait, she said what? No. Absolutely not. Pour me the rosé. Okay, okay. My reality TV obsession is can't be tame. I know, right? Yeah, it's just like a cute little hangover. Oh my god. Sierra, I'm dead. I'm gonna let you, I'm just gonna roll with you, cause my Welcome god. Welcome to Coastally Speaking. Welcome. <laughs> Sab and Sierra. In a morning. So I, as I said, I'm very hungover. I woke up. Um, I set my alarm for like 7.45 for some stupid fucking reason and didn't get out of bed until like 10.30, rolled out, had to go walk my dog before I went to a hair appointment. And the second I closed my front door, I realized I had left my keys inside. No. Which is fun when you live in like an older private building where there's no one really around to let you right. back in. No. Um, out of your apartment or yeah, out of the building entirely? Out of the building entirely. Um, luckily, one of my neighbors walked by, like, after I was outside for maybe, like, seven minutes. She walked by, and she was like, what's going on? I was like, oh, my God, do you, they have a key. The rest of the building has a key to my, like, first front door, because all of the uh, breakers are in there. So she was able to let me in to my, like, mud room, and then I have a set of spare keys in there. So I was able to get back into my apartment, but I was like, I'm going to have to bring my dog to my hair appointment this morning. This is not going to be ideal. <laughs> Wait, are you saying, is it, is that shared space, uh, the mudroom, or like the key to? So it's technically mine, but the neighbors have access to it if they have to get in there for the breakers, but like no one ever goes in there. Interesting. New York living, man. It's kind of nice because I know if I lock myself out, there's like seven other people that have a key to my front door. So. And can you get into your apartment from there or did you have to call a locksmith? No, I have a spare keys in the mudroom. Oh, oh, so that I can oh. get into my apartment. We're yeah. gonna cut that out <laughs> in case any of your neighbors are listening. <laughs> just so you know, underneath the the hanging <laughs> lamp, there's a key just right underneath there to get into my apartment. But help yourself to whatever's in the mother. If anyone wants to come steal Dexter, by all means, <laughs> Don't no you one dare. would steal Dexter. No, the good thing is he, this isn't good, but he like lunges at all of the neighbors. Anytime that we walk past any of them, he's really bad on a leash. Anytime that I'm on a walk and he sees a person, he will like lunge at them. So they all think he's really scary. So like no one's breaking into my apartment. <laughs> they think I, I have like a guard dog. <laughs> legit. I have a mini white poodle. And every time we're on a leash, if a dog is even on the other side of the street, he growls and does this like, like guttural like and it's like you are 16 pounds sir like, and Bailey. Like a German Shepherd D any dog twice his size or smaller than him if it's his size he's he's fine so come on Bale come on <laughs> Bailey just, he only likes dogs his own size and everyone else he wants to fight so I'm like yeah nope I've got the meanest dog on the block fantastic can he go to dog parks I don't take him you don't Okay. No, I'm like, cause that's the thing. I was like, his personality, I'm like, and then with other dog owners, et cetera, I'm like, my dog's the one that's going to try to get in a fight with like a boxer pit bull. And like, I don't need that type of trauma in my life. I've had enough. Um, how was your weekend outside of locking yourself out? What did you, it what did you get into? It was great. I filmed, I had to do some stuff for one of my clients. So I had to make a TikTok for this brand Corkscrew, which is that I love that. Do you know Corkscrew? They make water yeah. bottles. They're amazing. You do? Yeah. Okay. I'm like, So I had to go do like a, um, a park day using a corkscrew cooler. So I got to go like pack this like adorable fucking picnic and go to Central Park yesterday. And like Cute. the city here is so alive when it's nice out. And it was like a really nice sunny day. So it was just like people are like lounging in bathing suits, tanning. There's like huge groups. There's a little dog party right next to us. And there was a corgi with a little happy birthday hat on. Like <gasps> just so fucking cute. Oh, yeah. corgis are my favorite. I love, I love to city. watch them walk away. Just uh, 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 they have the booty. cutest butts. The cutest the butts cutest of all boobies. dogs. I know. <laughs> that Best. sounds so lovely. It was great. How... What have you done? What have I done? Um, well, actually, last week, after we talked on the pod, I edited a lot of shit for two days, and, like, finally I got to the point where it just felt like my eyeballs were, like, melting out of my eyes, and I was like, I just... 
mm-hmm. need to laugh. I need to laugh and not laugh at myself. Um, so I took myself to a movie. I asked friends. I asked the boyfriend. Nobody wanted to go see a midday movie with me. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go. So I went to my favorite movie theater, I pick. Um, oh, where they I miss do- pick. Right? And like, <sighs> if you're not familiar, it's like recliners and they bring you the best food. The best food, the best drinks. I had a glass of rosé. Um, I had... Mm. Spicy tuna on crispy rice. I got a burger and fries, and I watched Jennifer yes. Lawrence in No Hard Feelings, and it was so nice. Like, I went on a date with myself. I love her. I'm going to call her again. She's a great time. <laughs> you <laughs> found the one. I did. I did. We're really happy I together. I love that. You guys, <laughs> really are, you guys look cute together. You guys look really Thank cute you. together. I love that so much. <laughs> like, are you comfortable doing stuff on your own? Like, would you go to, like, lunch on your own or? So when I was, like, younger, like, like living down by the Grove, I used to walk everywhere. Like, when I lived on Wilshire, I would just walk to, like, LACMA by myself and have lunch down there and go look at art. Like, I would go to the Grove or, like, on, like, a crazy day. Um, I would walk from Wilshire down to Hollywood and Highland, go have lunch by myself there. I know. I know. The things, you the ambition that you have. Wilshire? Up Highland, to Hollywood and Highland. Way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oof. I know, at like 21, 22. Yeah, and I'd just be like, main character energy, having my like, uh, definitely totally. wasn't AirPods, my like, what are they, what are they called? Earplugs? My earplugs in, and I would just be like strutting up Highland, listening to the kooks, Headphones? being like, yeah, what are they called these? What am I wearing? <laughs> Headphones, but, Sarah. They're called headphones. I get, Listening to the kooks? Mm-hmm. It was very she much the time. Literally. Yeah. Like, I'd be, like, half skipping up there. But I used to take myself on dates all the time. I don't know where that went to where I felt, like, insecure or, like, I just wouldn't do something if other people didn't want to do it, too. And probably dependency, like, dependency in relationships, etc., to where it's just kind of like, well, if nobody wants to go, maybe we'll just do it a different day. And I really wanted mm-hmm. to just go sit in a movie. So I fucking did it. And... Not like I'm proud of myself because it, it wasn't this huge feat to do, but it felt so nice. Mm-hmm. I'm pulling up. I got there. I found my seat, got my glass of wine, ordered my food, and just like silent, like put my phone on do not disturb, and I was just there. <laughs> it was so nice. No, I fucking love that. I love that, and I love that you like – it's so important. I feel like our bodies literally will – tell us what we want to do in any given Mm -hmm. moment and like what felt good to you in that moment was like I need to be sitting in a movie theater so regardless of like the circumstances and who wants to go I know what's gonna make me feel good and gonna like settle my brain is to go sit in a movie theater and I'm gonna follow that intuition and just like do it and it's so cool when we start listening to our bodies like that because things just start then you're like in the flow right then you're just like doing what you should be and it's such a cool space yeah and like Mm -hmm. not like denying your wants I guess because I feel like that's where I get Mm -hmm. like very frustrated it's like I there's so many things that I like talk myself out of doing just based off Mm -hmm. of like convenience whatever it is nobody else wants to go but you're so right like it was just like even after the movie it was like I can do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do it so like that's I think that's the next push is like taking myself Like, when I was younger and I lived by the beach, I used to go to the beach every morning and, like, walk and listen to music and, like, write in my journal. And then, obviously, I moved away from the ocean, so it it wasn't as convenient. But I'm like, no, I should wake up one morning, drive down to Malibu on a Saturday morning when it's not going to be crazy traffic. And even if it's, like, gross and cloudy, just, like, spend some time, like, regrounding into, like, the things that I used to love when I was, like, a teenager. I I will say it's, like, it's it's a harder thing to do in L.A. because, Mm -hmm. like... I definitely find myself doing more of it in New York because it is so easy to just step outside and kind of wander and find stuff. Yeah. Like, for example, after I had acting class the other night and afterwards it was like, it was such a nice night. We got out early. I was really just like craving a glass of wine and like a plate of pasta. And that's all all I wanted to do. I just wanted to go do that before I went home. 
And I texted one friend that lives near me just to see if she was around um, to come with me, and she was busy. And so I get off the train, I walk past one of my favorite restaurants that's on my way home, and just right. got a table outside, and I had my book, and I had a glass of wine I and a plate that. of pasta. But it's so easy to do in New York because I was already walking past it. I can I can like suss out, is there a table? Like, is it too busy? Is this the vibe I want? Whereas LA, you really have to like plan for it. You have to go so out of your way to do the thing. So it's easier sometimes to just be like, I'm just gonna stay home. Right. And it's, it's so like powerful when you do do it and you realize like how good that made you feel to like get up, go to the movie theater, do your thing. And then you leave with this like, elated like your energy is just so much better after doing stuff like that yeah. so it's like so important to do but it's so much harder there so like, like you should be proud of yourself oh thank you <laughs> no I like I like love that so much making decisions on your own kind of thing you know what I mean where it's just like oh I'm walking home and there I see this restaurant now I'm like sussing out tables etc where it's just like it's sometimes just nice to be like in your own head or feel like you're just like in your own body kind of thing because I feel like we also with work and 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 dating and life and everything it's like I feel like we are so programmed especially to not want to be like narcissists or selfish people that it's like we're constantly trying to consider other people's feelings or make plans for other people etc so I'm like there is something that's very like freeing and like I don't know, like almost like relieving of like, just like making a plan with yourself and being able to execute it and be like, that wasn't that hard. Like, you know what I mean? Like totally. that was actually so nice. And it's just like doing what you want to do for yourself. And I feel like, especially like I'm sure with like moms and things like that, where it's just like, where you have so many other responsibilities, it's so easy to forget to like take care of yourself. And when we think self-care, it's like, oh, I gave myself a facial or I got my nails done. And it's like, no, like self-care is so much deeper than just skin level. It's like your mental mm -hmm. health. It's your well-being. It's doing things that genuinely make you happy that you can be selfish in that moment. And it's not hurting anybody, you know? Yeah. And it's not selfish. Like exactly like you said, we spend so much time taking care of other people and putting that energy out into other things and like being able to turn it around and focus on yourself. Right, is yeah. so important. And it feels out of- So good. Out of like, it feels so good, but it also feels, there is that resistance where you're like, am I allowed to take this time and like take up this space where I'm solely thinking about myself? Yes. And it's like, yes. Literally, yes. yes that's <laughs> what you should be doing with like 75% of your time should probably right. be making sure that like you are good so that you can then take actual positive loving energy and put that out into other people and other things versus right. putting 100% of yourself and then you're resentful and then you don't want to be doing those things. And then you're or not you helping attitude. anyone. You're pissed. Yeah. You have attitudes. So now you're pissing off somebody else, or you're not like giving a hundred percent to whatever it is that you want to be doing because you're annoyed right. the entire time. But if you Amen. just took that time and like checked in on yourself, what do I need for myself today? And like, I just feel like we just don't mm -hmm. ask ourselves that enough. And even if it's an ice cream sundae, you Sunday, should start giving yourself. Yeah, literally, like um, I think this was in an acting class. This also might have been. I'm redoing the Artist's Way. Have you ever heard of that? It's by Julia I Cameron. No, it's a book. It's like a 12 week course, kind of, but it's really for just any any person, really, because we're all creative beings. But it kind of helps you like recheck in with yourself and just find inspiration again if you're ever feeling like stuck it's a really cool thing to do um and there's like a chapter every week and you have things that you're supposed to do throughout the week and one of the things that you have to do weekly throughout this entire course is uh an artist date and it's essentially just what is a thing going to a movie could be an option going to dinner by yourself but you have to do it by yourself and it has to be something that you really want to do and you're forced to start doing these things and start thinking of that and it's just it's such a powerful like habit to get into because then it doesn't become then it's not selfish after you do it for x amount of time it's just part of your routine what's the thing i'm doing this week for myself okay great i'm gonna go to a movie easy peasy done done yeah you know? <laughs> exactly yeah. no i am i'm so with you i'm gonna start putting that into action because like yeah i'm like letting like work and everything like get the best of me and then it's like the end of the day I'm like all I need is just to sit down and like watch my tv shows and it's just like once those kind of things become such 
habit or like whatever it's like the you start to lose that not the enjoyment of it but it's just like I need something a little different and like so exactly like listening mm-hmm. to yourself and being like what is that thing and whether it's going to a spa whether it's taking a long walk whether it's going to the movie theaters whatever it is like yeah I should be finding something especially when I'm in those like hyper frustrating moments and not understanding why I'm so angry or negative or whatever it is or feeling frustrated I'm like no like that's the moment where I need to be like looking at myself and being like what could you do for yourself today that Mm -hmm. eliminates this and that you're not bringing this into the next day into your next interaction into your next email that you're writing like you know what I mean it's just like once you're in that mood it's like right everyone's getting it not getting the best of me but you're getting getting a good version of me (laughs) exactly so no I think that's amazing and I think that's exactly that's exactly what the doctor ordered exactly what the doctor ordered yeah we can't just rely on love island every day for our we have to get outside of that although it's so good are you caught up Uh, girl you are I'm like living living I'm like figuring out the schedule the last two episodes dead dead okay so Um, I'm just gonna put a little spoiler alert right now for anyone that hasn't seen episode 21 probably skip ahead because (laughs) this is a big spoiler spoiler alert spoiler alert um that was so annoying (laughs) in my head I was like gonna add sound effects to that (laughs) 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 love this for us um holy shit episode 21 mm-hmm. two people separately texted me saying have you seen episode 21 and I said no and they both were like buckle the fuck up and I have a lot of resentments and I don't trust bombs being dropped after this okay. whole Vanderpump big reveal moment so I'm getting these right. texts I'm like what is it really gonna be like what is so big that I've got to like prepare for this episode Sierra. <laughs> when I tell you. Yeah. So the the recoupling, right, mm-hmm. with our bombshell, uh, Katie. Katie. Mm-hmm. Who, first of all, the producers are fucking producing this season because to have her so have good. to pick somebody on her first day, mm-hmm. it's normally like they at least get to sleep there overnight yep. and then do it the next day. But to literally show up and same day have to pick somebody. When she picked Zach... I I was already like jaw dropped. There it is. Mall are like one couple that's like actually like really falling in love. Yeah, they're broken up. That sucks. They've right? just had a talk like, about him, shitty. about her meeting his mom. Like they were like lit- like <sighs> they went chills. from like keeping it open to like we are so closed off in a day, oh and God. then all of a sudden it's like Katie comes in and we're like. There's just no way. Like, I, she talks to Zach, but like, there's just no way. And then it happened. And then <laughs> that she got a text. Meet by the fire she got pit. A text. We're all a little, little nervous. We're like, who's she gonna go with? I, I'll, like, it, it's just so funny that like, literally, Mitch is just such a no that like, I was like, oh, for yeah. some reason a lot of the times when like the bombshells come in and stuff like that I feel like they kind of play it safe versus like full-on stealing somebody's boyfriend to where it's like oh I'll pair a couple up with the single guy and then we'll see like what what's <sighs> when they, when they fucking... <laughs> she said Zach and then Molly got the text like I almost cried like I felt for her so 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 the Zach thing happened right (laughs) and we're all already like our jaws are dropped we're like holy shit this is this sucks like molly is about to be so heartbroken and then molly's phone dings (laughs) and she is immediately dumped from the island it's nuts the way that my hands went up the same way everyone else's did around that fire pit for like three minutes straight i was just yeah frozen in fear in shock disarray disappointment <laughs> depressed like every feeling i couldn't believe that was the most to dump molly on the fucking spot it was crazy was the most savage thing the producers could have ever done to love island is one over time that is yeah. actually falling in love yeah <sighs> 
It blew my mind. It blew I, my mind. I was like, how we're doing something feel? different. We're, we're just doing something. We're, this is a different yeah. show. What's so crazy to me is like how the cast has been so like we're staying open. We're like playing around. It's almost like I don't know if it's just kismet that it all worked out that way or if the producers are just like producing on the spot. But I'm like these like ex- exactly like exactly what you're saying that it's like the idea that it's like Molly and Zach are the only like real couple. And then when that happened and then it's like, oh, she's not just like single in the house and has to be like heartbroken watching it. You're sending her ass home. And he's starting over now in a new couple and, like, obviously not going to leave with her? What? A part of me, a part of me, and I know it would have been, like, probably way too soon for this, but I wanted him to leave with her. Like, I know he wasn't going to. I know he wasn't going to, but there was a little part of me that was, like, maybe the next day he'll wake up and be like, you know what? I don't want to do this without Molly. No such luck. <laughs> like how the cast the next day was like, so Zach's acting totally normal. <laughs> like Zach's like, back to day two Zach. <laughs> like, oh no. I feel like oh he gave no. it like a little, he gave it a little bit. Like when he was like going to bed and he was like, I can't believe like Molly's not here. Like, I feel like he does like miss her, but I'm like at the same time, it's exactly what everyone else said too. It's been a week and a half. So for you to like give up this entire experience because of that would be kind of absurd because you guys could like literally get out of the villa and then like meet up in real life they could like end their relationship in two weeks so it's like are you really going to give up this experience for that no um i saw a spoiler on the instagram but i don't know if you want me to share it with you or not i don't want it okay i don't want it see i'm such a spoiler queen Ah! i like you like it oh my god yeah so that's how i tried to figure out um this might be like one of the weirdest things about me. I love a spoiler alert. I love to know, this is because I'm nosy. I love to know the tea beforehand. And then it like gives me something to look forward to where I'm like, oh, this is going to be the big reaction or this is the big moment. And then that's how okay. I kind of judge it too, is that I'm like, if it's overhyped and I'm like, could, Vanderpump Rules could have done better. And then it's yeah. like, or even like Game of Thrones. I'm like, oh, Jon Snow's coming back. But point being, I love a spoiler alert. I want to know what the big thing is happening in the movie. I want to know. That's like, crazy when, to me. That's absolutely is it? crazy it's to bizarre. me. I don't understand it at all. I don't like surprises. I it. It's a weird thing I have. I'm like, tell I, me all of it. I accidentally got a spoiler alert about Molly being dumped. I think the last time you and I were talking about Love Island, because you were saying names, and I, like, couldn't picture. I had just started, so I didn't remember who was who, so I Googled just, like, cast member names, Love Island, most recent season, whatever. And an article popped up that Molly had been dumped. This was, like, two weeks ago. So I thought it was going to be early on. Like, I thought it was was during all of, like, the Molly-Mitch drama. Um, And I was like, oh, okay, he's just going to, like, fuck her over and Molly's going to get dumped early. And it kept not happening. So I I thought that maybe I had read that for the wrong Love Island season. Like, they were talking about Molly May or, like, whatever. So when this happened... Molly Smith, all the Mollies. All the Mollies. I was not expecting that. Like, I had moved so far off that spoiler alert. I was like, it clearly wasn't for this season. Her and Zach are in love. They're going to be here forever. And when the Molly thing happened, I had no idea about that. And then I saw some shit that I'm like when are we getting there like i i i god okay but question for you so yeah so you didn't know that the molly thing was coming so you were shocked right yeah wasn't that fun wasn't that fun to be shocked in the moment while you're watching the show sure sure and that's what i'm saying where i'm like if it's something that like you're hiding then like great um but yeah if i come across it and i see it i'm not like Oh, I'm like, oh, okay, gosh, get me there. Because I need to see what happens after this. I need to see what leads up to this. Like, if anything, I think the excitement for me is the lead up and then the after effects to the big boom. Like the big boom thing never does it really for me unless it's like something like that to where it was just like, and then they go to credits and you're like, no, but like, even then. Also, the way that after Molly got dumped, they didn't fade into credits like they normally do they cut to black like yeah. they literally went from her face and they cut to a black screen <laughs> it was so dramatic I, it was like I you guys really know what the fuck you're doing right now yeah so warranted. i had to take a second to grieve it was just like <laughs> it still weighs heavy on me honestly <laughs> Not Tr- over truly, it yet. nobody could see that coming when she finished the sentence i was like 
No fucking way. Like, somebody's going to come out. So no, and you could text. see that she read it as she read it. She was reading the text. You literally saw her eyes take in what she was reading. Like, she experienced that along with all of us. It was oh. just so heartbreaking. Um, thoughts on Ella and Tyreek? Because I personally think that shit needs to end yesterday. Yesterday. So yeah. fucking toxic. And it's so crazy because she is so stunning, so sweet. And this guy, also, giant walking red flag. She deserves so much better. And watching how he gaslights and treats her in this, like, anytime they have a talk. And he's like, oh, I told you I want to see somebody else. And now you're getting mad at me. Like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, you're disgusting and foul. And I'm ready for that relationship to be broken up. If I could vote, I would. He's got to go. The Tyreek's gotta go. He's gotta fucking go. I'm over him. So, I don't like Tyreek. Yeah. I think that the way he talks to her is, like, insane and stupid. He's just a child. But, I will say, I also really... She rubs me the wrong way. She does the same thing. I think they both like to fight. Like, they both come in with a lot of heated energy directed Mm -hmm. at each other. And it just is triggering both of the worst parts of them. Right. So I don't know if I would like her more if she was in a, if if she was with somebody that made her feel more comfortable and stable and like settled because he's giving her all of the bad energy. So she is like working off of that. But she also comes up to him ready to fucking fight. So then he goes into his child mode and it's just like, you both need to fucking stop dating. Yeah. They're just giving like, they're just giving off like such young twenties in a relationship, if not like teenagers in a relationship. And like, mm-hmm. it's just not, it's just not working. This is not, I don't know. I, it's almost like the need to like defend the partner so much is like this, like, as if it's like almost like convincing yourself that they're worth like keeping around. I feel like that's kind of what she does is it's just like, you know, that the behavior is not right. You know, the way that he talks to you, the way that he's willing to talk to anybody else that comes into the house isn't right. And I feel like she articulates herself so well with the girls. And then it's like when they're talking, it's just minimal sentences, but yet all of this like heat and anger and like toxicity bouncing off of each other. And then it's like they end their conversation with one person storming away. And like y'all were giving Jess and Sammy shit for like getting into their whole little banter. And yet y'all are like taking it to a whole nother level. Like, I, I, I just, I feel like those are two people that need to be, whatever happened to Jess and Sammy, it needs to happen to Ella and Tyreek. And totally. Ella needs to date somebody else just to see what it's like. <laughs> but I I'm like, think yeah. that Casa Amor will solve that for us. There's no way that Tyreek is, like, loyal to, if they're still together when Casa Amor happens, there's Amen. no way he doesn't come back with somebody else. And I think same for her. I think she totally will come back with somebody else. And like, does that cost more? I do have a question for you, um, Mitch and Jess. <laughs> do you think this is a thing at all? No. Like, do you see any attraction between the two of them? I don't see mm. it even a little bit. I'm like, you guys don't do this. We don't need it. It's giving fully friend zone. Fully friend zone. It's giving. Yeah. Um, it's giving like jealous guy best friend in high school kind of thing to where it's like. I think you're only attracted to her because she's who you spend the most time with and can talk to like a person, but this like want and need to date her or getting involved in her stuff. I'm like, it's not real. Like you guys would never go for her in the real world. Um, You thought you had it with Molly. And then I'm like, yeah, the person he has the best connection with, I would think would be Jess, but I'm like, he's just trying to stay. He's and I'm shocked that he's still there. He's just trying to stay. Yeah. I am shocked. Nobody wants to date Mitch. No. <laughs> so go home. Nobody. Nobody. No. Even Leah. Nobody. You remember? <laughs> you remember when I like, oh my God, Leah? I can't. <laughs> I can't with Leah. But I think her and, um, oh, what is the new guy's name? The new bombshell Montel. that she's. Montel. Montel. I think that they actually work together. I think that they're Same. both a little simple, a little basic. Okay. I don't see a lot of actual conversation going on between the two of them, which works for them because they're both kind of just like floating through life. What about the eye contact? She's got mad eye contact, man. She's got mad eye contact with everyone. I I was going to say that's like the only thing I've heard them, but Leah and her eye contact. And I was like, where are the other girls looking? (laughs) 
eyes starting everywhere it closed (laughs) yeah i guess you could pull me for a chat like she's the only one that's looking in your eyeballs everybody but i don't know well it's because she does this thing where she sits on her side and she puts her arm and she just stares Mm -hmm. she's all she's also always angled like this she is like so she's so interesting to watch and and then she just has a little laugh them doing the dance in their uh it's given bad bitch (laughs) and then she's like front and center i don't know it was just fucking funny do we should we do this with the arms and then maybe little i mean connor was in the kitchen while i'm like watching i think that was like unseen bits and he was just like so they get really bored in this house huh and i was just like they never leave (laughs) i was watching the other day with uh, with my friend Shanley and her boyfriend was watching with us and he just scoots over and he goes I have a question we were like sure he goes do they do anything on this show <laughs> we're like no they no. don't they're just killing time <laughs> like, no. nothing but did happened. I tell you they're sober <laughs> I don't know why I love that as such like a selling factor for that show I was like honestly I get how you could look at it and be like it's a bunch of people in a house it's not that interesting I'm like, no. I'm just like, yeah, watching a bunch of like belligerent people make asses of themselves is only entertaining for so long. Watching people who like genuinely want to have a connection with another person that they're willing to like, because most of these people are like party goers and like people that are like drinking mm-hmm. and doing shit on a regular, out clubbing, etc. So I'm like, the idea that they're also kind of shutting down that portion of their life to go on this tv show knowing that it's like "Mm, there's nothing that you can blame your behavior on there's nothing that can be like i was manipulated because i had too much to drink and i was over like no this is genuinely how you behave Mm -mm. in real life this is genuinely how you react to conflict this is genuinely how you react to having feelings for somebody and also like people being out of their comfort zone to where it's like, oh, I have feelings for somebody, but I need to act on it before somebody else does. And it's like not their normal game. Fucking love it. I fucking mm-hmm. love that show it's so, so much. It's so good. And where where are they filming this season? Do you know? Spain? Is it Spain? Are Spain? The coolest vacation, like, that I could Fuck have Italy. ever planned. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Honestly, I've been... Because I've been going through it, my friend. I've been going through it because it's been very, very hard. Like, I'm happy for people living their best lives. Don't get me wrong. Um, But uh, on the selfish end of it, um, if I have to watch one more person sipping an Aperol spritz in the Amalfi Coast during, like, I just... I am so tired i'm so tired it was like i feel like three years ago everybody was in greece at the same time last year everybody was in Mm -hmm. paris at the same time and this year everybody is in italy and i'm at home burning my eyeballs out trying to edit (laughs) and get my life together and then i'm just like just so i'm like why don't i have a family that wants to take me to family vacations on capri with my boyfriend that must be nice. Oh my god, I wish. That must be <laughs> so nice. It's hard watching every... I mean, Instagram is literally just Italy at this point. And it's hard when it's like two of my best friends yeah. in Italy on a trip that I was invited on. That's rough. <laughs> and I'm not... Th- and I'm sitting in my stupid studio apartment in Brooklyn, New York, as the smoke from the Canadian fires is coming over and our air quality is terrible. <laughs> Send I mean, me to Italy. It's I just not the same. So badly. It's, it's just not, not the same. same. No. And I can make so it up because it's like, I had some this weekend. <laughs> I wasn't in Italy, though. And you knew it. <laughs> nope. I had it, well, I had it in a friend's apartment watching Love Island, so it actually was wonderful. But I would have preferred it if my balcony was looking over the Amalfi Coast, you know? <laughs> I did the same thing. I went to um, my friend's company, had like an event at Sephora, and so we were at the Grove, and I haven't been to the Grove in forever. And we went to like the little like wine bar that's like out in the like promenade. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, we're outside. There's greenery. It is beautiful. Have an Aperol spritz. <laughs> My second was a glass of rosé because, like, homegirl figured it out real fast. This is not the same. <laughs> but let me tell you, I'm going to drink them as if I'm in Italy. Like, that is the only thing that I want to drink this summer is If a I close my eyes, <laughs> I could be there. It's hard when you're trying to decide between, like, it really, the responsible thing to do 
mm-hmm. especially as we're like building career. Like I'm really wanting to like, I would love to just be a content creator on my own and have like a few clients that I just work with consistently every month, but I'm my own boss. That yeah. means I can't go out of the country and just like frolic for two weeks because I need to fucking put my head down and like focus on this stuff. Same with Fast. you. You're building so much stuff that it's like it it's smart and it's and like eventually we will get to a place where we we're able to do both of the things. But right. it's hard when you're like head down concentrating time is over summer when everyone <laughs> else is like out living their best life. It's like I don't want to. I don't want to. We'll be we'll be filming this podcast from Capri next summer. Mark my words. And you know why we're gonna go to Capri? Put it because in the books. it's not gonna be where everybody else is going. Okay, we're going because we want to go, not to be trendy on the on the gram. Okay, it's a bucket list location. I want a boat. I want we're a boat. We're going because Positano. I need some pasta. <laughs> I, that, Real pasta. I want that so badly. Yes. That doesn't hurt your yes. stomach and doesn't bloat you. Cheese. That's good for you? On a beach? I can eat it on a beach with an Aperol spritz? My feet in the sand? Take me now. And the warm I'm, water know. just steps away? I'm also um, doing Italian on Duolingo, so I'll, I should be fluent by the time we're going. Okay, great. I am not doing Italian on Duolingo, so you'll just have to translate for me the entire Piacere. time. Piacere. <laughs> Ciao, Abella. Good to see you, man. <laughs> Um, do you have any any travel plans for the summer? Um, not as of now. My best friend's dad recently moved to Virginia, so at some point she's going to be coming out east, uh, and I think we'll do like maybe like a week of her in New York with me, and then we'll go to Virginia together. And he lives in this beautiful house on the river, and he has a boat. It's like a little um, speedboat like kind of situation, but like we took it out. It's yeah. Mhm. It's so relaxing and like uh it's just so all I've been saying for the last few weeks is I I just feel like I need to submerge my body in water. Like I've literally said that sentence at least 10 times. I feel like I have to reset. It's weird yeah. to me being in a place where like I don't really have the option of like getting in a pool. Like I really feel like my body needs to be in bodies of water at some point and there's nowhere to do that in New York so I'm feeling very like off um so I cannot wait for Virginia so I can just like sit in a lake I just want to sit in a lake on a know? boat sipping a brewski or, or on a, a claw glass yeah, of say. kind of it for me I really um I think it's like what about I our think it's head trip? down summer so that is like well, let's do it. Did you find a place? <laughs> no. I actually did uh, bring it up. And then, um, and they're actually, like, not as pricey as I thought they were going to be for, like, Montauk rentals. Okay. So that would be a nice, a nice change of pace for you. Also, Fire Island. Fire Island would be a really fun trip. When I think of Fire Island, I just think of like such, like fun gay party town. So there, that's the Pines. Like there is a part of Fire Island that is like party, party, party. And then there's another part. I mean, it's small, but there's another part of Fire Island that is just like beach houses and like relaxing and like Montauk vibes without the price tag of okay. the Um So there's a lot of people that go to Fire Island, Max family, I think they have a house on Fire Island. They go there every summer. Call like him. literally Mac will go with his mom and his dad and call him hmm, now. Call him now. Call him now. Call. Wait, yeah. if they have a house, I'm going to ask him. Cuz if they have a house, my I need point. to go stay at that house. Why haven't <laughs> I thought of this before? What an <laughs> idiot. My point. So stupid. Mac, if you're listening, we would like to stay at your Fire Island house. Also, you know, I've got a bone hey. to pick with him because he's never invited me to it. <laughs> Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, yeah, let's I would like to take a vacation or maybe get to that side of the United States at some point. What's your air quality with the fires? It's not great. Um it was it's like still bad. 160. I think it's I think it's 160 or it was 160 yesterday, which also was it was crazy <laughs> cuz yesterday was my park day and so many people were out. Air quality was terrible, but it was like a sunny day, so it, nobody gives a fuck. But Can't I woke up this morning inside. and my hair can't do it. My hair smelled <laughs> like I had been at a campfire. Oh, I was I hate like, that. this is bad. Yeah. Yeah. Just from the fucking 
smoke. And my throat was a little scratchy. I feel fine, but it, it just feels like I had been inhaling <laughs> smoke <laughs> for a bit. Maybe I was you're like, going to have to. cigarettes last night? You're going to have to come back this way because our air quality is fine. Thank you for taking the fires away from us this summer because this is. I think Actually, I took them away. I think specifically Savannah moved from California and the fires went, oh, I guess we're going east. <laughs> Did you see the Variety interview with Ellen Pompeo and Katherine Heigl? Um, they're sitting in the exact same chair that you have. Oh, yeah. No, I saw the one with um, Jenna Ortega and she, they, she's, they have the dark green ones. But yeah, uh-huh. you know... I, She's got style. I have taste, okay? She does. Take that, grandmother. <laughs> she used to always tell me I... that, like, I don't have style. Because I would say everything that she likes is ugly. And now, like, everything that she recommends, I'm like, how are you so on top of things? Um, but, wow. yeah, no. I got I picked these bad boys out myself. And I, I'm obsessed. I can't wait to put them They're somewhere beautiful. else. Right? I'm like, I just want a real studio. <laughs> I know. I want. I heart. Hire us so we can record Literally. in your studios. Literally, yeah. uh, podcast one. I don't care who you are. Take us. Oh, wait, you didn't even start telling me. Was that it about the variety thing? It was just about the chairs. Although there was a cool variety article that I saw this weekend. You know, I'm like rom com queen. I love. love all of them. Um, and Variety did like a top 42 romantic comedies. Um, okay. I'm actually, there was a lot of them that I haven't seen. And once we get off this call, I have a bunch of like computer work stuff that I want to do. And one of the things that I'm going to do is copy this list, make it my own. And I think throughout the summer, my goal is going to be to watch through every single one of these romantic comedies um, so that I can be even more of a rom-com queen. And just is this have like all throughout the, the years? Or is this, like, uh, current, like, new coming? Throughout the years. Okay. Love that. Throughout the years. So, like, top overall um, rom-coms. So the top five, I'm not going to run you through all 42 of them. The top five, number five, five, (laughs) number five is Phantom (laughs) Thread. Have you ever heard of this film? Yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis. Have you? uh, Plays the seamstress. Have you seen it? Mm -hmm. No. Is it good? Pay me. You haven't seen it. Great. Well, that's number five on their list of 42. That's not... The list was a little... It's not a comedy. So, well, maybe it's, it's just David... romantic movies. Okay. I was like, maybe... Maybe that's it's just it, romance films. Nothing... Daniel Day-Lewis is like hardly a rom-com lead, first of all. And I think the main thing is like about him. And I think his wife died or something. Like, it's like... It was an Oscar-nominated movie, so it's not a rom-com. Okay, so I I misspoke. Not rom-coms, okay. just roms. <laughs> just the rom. Okay. So, number four, Bridget Jones. Sure, Love. that tracks. Classic. Number three is Clueless. Which feels yeah. a little weird. I love Clueless, but it feels I weird it. to be number three on a list of romance films. When she right? ends up with her stepbrother. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finding that one interesting. Yeah. Uh, number two is You've Got Mail. Fucking Slay. Classic. Like, love that movie. What do you think number one is? When Harry Met Sally. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I was like, if this is where, going where I think it's going, there's only one answer. <laughs> my favorite movie of all time made it to number is one. Is it really? But here are my outliers that I super disagree with. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days was number 36. It didn't even make top 10. Honestly, the way that uh, Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb, everybody has done that movie dirty. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, I think it has like a 20, 20% or something as like, I don't know. it has like a 70 really? for like, yeah, like 70 or 80 for like audience, audience score, score. But like Rotten Tomatoes scored it like, it, it's it's in near 20. It might be below, it might be a little over. And that's when I was like, I don't trust Rotten Tomatoes because what criteria are you judging this on? Because this is one of the most epic, let alone quotable wow. romantic comedies that have ever happened. Ever happened. The Chinese Crusted? I'm like, gonna riot. Chinese <laughs> Crusted, of course. <laughs> like, I think he mistaked the felt for grass. 
little big, little big. I don't know. We will find out. <laughs> Princess Sophia. Yes. Like, I'm like, that movie, the therapist, like, Catherine Hahn pretending to be the therapist. Oh, my and God. Being like, I want my $500 back. <laughs> So good. Benny, boo, 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 boo. That the whole movie one. is incredible. Yes. Number, yeah. Um, I wonder if they based this list off of Rotten Tomato scores. Probably. Because that, because, you know, like maybe they typed that whatever that was and then just took the top 42. Well, my thing too is that I'm like, why are we not considering the audience score for anything i'm like if i don't know as i said is it a bunch of old people is there like a committee for rotten tomatoes because they have gotten things so wrong and you can see it too where they'll be like 90 percent on like a rotten tomatoes movie and then it's like the audience is like 38 percent. and i was like who paid you guys for this rating because i don't i just don't believe anything anymore right I, you know i'm like everyone's That's paid so off weird everyone's it's, paid off everyone's it's one of the best off. movies of all time and again, Clueless is, is an, a crime. Clueless is an amazing comedy. Do not get me wrong. But again, if this is like on a romance level, it's a little fucking weird to be putting that as the number two or number three fucking romantic movie of all times. As again, where she ends up with her stepbrother. It's, it's, it's just not. It's also just not a movie that you go to watch. Wait, I just realized the notebook wasn't on there. It wasn't yeah. on the list at all. This this variety Who this is a fraud. <laughs> Throwing this away. This is this is a fraudulent Get the fuck list. Out of here. Yeah, we're not doing this I variety. I just realized that. That's stupid. That's it's not even up. on the list at I'm all. I'm pissed. No, it's, it's not, not on the list at all. <laughs> of forty-two films, The Notebook is not on the list. Can I tell you? I I'm I'm in a bad mood now. What? I'm sorry. I only watch that film like once if not like every couple of years like once in a blue moon solely because that is one of the few movies that make me feel all of the feels that like I have to be like ready like tissue box in hand like it, it's it's just like I couldn't watch it over and over again because I, I don't want to be desensitized to it but like when I'm in a bad place and I just need to feel things like that is the movie that I put on so I'm like no, 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 no. It is one of the most epic romantic movies of all time. Do not. Was Titanic on there? No! What the fuck? You know what I also just realized wasn't on there? The breakup. Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn. That's... That, that list was made by a man. Uh, that list was I'm made by make, a man. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make my list. Yeah. And I'm gonna bring it yeah. back next week. And it's gonna Post be better it. than the fucking variety one. Post it on the page. Post it on our on our Instagram I will post it on, on the a page. carousel. Yeah. Do I do forty two? Is that excessive? Should I do like top twenty? Yeah, I was gonna. Or even do say I want to be like, as annoying as Variety? We could also do this. Like you could also make this like since you're doing it monthly, weekly, whatever. Like just write them down and like do like a top ten of the week, and then like write them in order or of the month, whatever, and then write them in order of like which ones you recommend to like which ones you're like we could do without. This is not do, it. I will do that. Be, do, well, now I'm like, I don't even know that I want to watch all these movies because I'm pissed at Variety <laughs> at the moment. But I do think it would be cool to watch more rom-coms that I haven't seen. So I'm going to do it still. I'll do it. I'm going to be to, mad, but I'll do it. They need to make them like they used to and they just don't. I was like, No Hard Feelings was very fucking cute and very mm. funny. But it was another one of those where the dynamic of what you're watching for the romance isn't romantic at all so it's like mm. the you know what i mean like it's just like the person the the relationship that you're like watching like nurture whatever uh the scam of it all he's 19 and she's 34 in the movie so it's just like they're never gonna be an actual couple but the actual ride right. of the movie so funny so cute and it's like growing as like an adult too like I don't know like learning about yourself kind of thing and moving past trauma. like there was it was so well done so I recommend you go see No Hard Feelings um Jennifer maybe Lawrence I'll go see queen. it tonight I'll it's, go see it tonight go to the theater where you can go have a yeah. drink and like I'm gonna do it honestly you'll be like mm -hmm. I was la giggling to myself because I had a little pod and there was like one other recliner so all my shit was there and I'm just like cackling to myself with my little glass of rose egg oh my god I there's love a 
full frontal scene where she beats the shit out of people and it's the funniest thing I've ever fucking seen. Wait. Okay, I need that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do that today. I love that for you. Well thanks for, you know, bearing with me this uh episode with uh we've been having technical difficulties at some point. At some point we will graduate, but that day is not too I don't know that that's true, but I like but I like the optimism. (laughs) Thank you. Mm -hmm. We need it. One of us has to have it. Oh, oy vey. Uh, we'll sh- have so much fun at the pool. Thank you. This lag. <laughs> There's can't. a serious lag. I'm like just, I'm hoping There's that everything while editing is just going to like come together. But if you notice it, don't say anything. <laughs> don't say anything. It's none of your business. Stay One day out it's an it. echo. The next day it's a lag. We'll get there. One microphone's not working. We have... A technical difficulty every episode, but you know what? We do it with a smile on our face, and we come back every it every week. It makes us us. So that's <laughs> why so we're quirky. special. <laughs> we're so quirky and cool. Uh, uh. <laughs> well, on that note, I love you. You have the best week, and just so you know, you're gonna like close your eyes, think you're going through your week, and we'll be back here tomorrow because that's how fast these weeks are going by. That's how it happens. Can I tell you a secret? Yeah before we go yeah when you texted me and said reminder podcast day i needed that because i had forgotten again i had a feeling (laughs) second week in a row i thought i was like oh (laughs) i thought about texting you last night about it and then um i died somewhere my soul left my body and Mm. i was just uh, a thing laying on the couch um, but yeah, no, I texted you this morning because I was like, I have a feeling because I also forgot when I made plans to do this content creation. And then I was like, oh, shit, um, it might be actually closer to noon because um, I have to film a whole freaking podcast. So, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. love you, mean it. Thank you for, well, love you for reminding me. Yep. I'll, yep. I'm going to text you on Saturday, but uh, I, I, I get it. It's like it's what so Smash Mouth said. be your responsibility to text me. <laughs> The years the days start keep coming, coming and they, they don't, don't stop, stop coming. coming. <laughs> Literally. Um, yeah, no, because I'm losing my mind every week that I'm like, oh, it's Sunday again. How? This How? Is a, this is a weird, annoying thing that we have done to ourselves by having a weekly podcast because it really is showing us in real time how fucking quickly time is moving. Like, I don't have anything else that's kind of like tracking time in this right. way. Um, and every time it's Sunday again, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Not we're here. I don't want to do the pod, but how is another week over? How is another percent. week over? A thousand so, percent. So anyways, on that optimistic note, <laughs> let's uh, have a great week. Get, get out there, kids. Have fun <laughs> at summer. Um, and we'll be back here in the office. Uh, two shakes of a lamb's tail. <laughs> that just showed my age. All right. I love you. All right. <laughs> I love you so this. much. Bye. Bye.